Hey girl. Okay. So today we are talking about if you have just been feeling frustrated with your journey and your healthcare, and I'm just here to support you guys with finding Christian support in your conception journey and how that goes. So basically I'm talking to you if you have been the woman who has been trying to get pregnant and you've called your fertility clinic or you've been trying to get a referral and you're, you've been told it's a six month wait to get in, or maybe like the clinic just isn't getting back to you and you're just kind of sitting on your hands and praying for help and it's just not happening. Things aren't rolling as quickly as you want them to. Unfortunately, that is so, so, so common and it's so frustrating. Or maybe you just finished a doctor appointment with your OB and maybe you're not actively trying to get pregnant right now, but you have some health concerns and your doctor said, like, let's get you on birth control. Even if you want kids in the future, maybe you don't want them right now. And that's what they told you. And you just know in your gut that that's not for you. And you know, that's not the advice that you want and you're frustrated with it. That's another really common scenario that I hear a lot with my clients. Maybe you're also, you just had an appointment with your OB and you're not sure like if they have faith in God and that's really important to you. I mean, this person who you're asking to help you with the deepest desire of having a baby, you don't even know if they believe in God. And that's kind of scary, right? And are they qualified to help you with your situation? Do they really know how to help, right? And maybe you're just like, not super sure if they have all the answers you need. So anyways, like all of these scenarios, guys, are scenarios that I talk with, with my clients or with people on consults day in and day out. And it frustrates me to no end that this is the level of care that is given often to people. And I'm not saying that this is everyone's experience when they're trying to get pregnant. There are definitely wonderful doctors out there, but it is an extremely common story to just be frustrated with finding really good help in your journey to get pregnant. Or if you're hoping to get pregnant one day in your journey and finding someone who believes in the Lord and knows a lot of stuff. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So guys, get out your stuff to listen to this and let's go. Hey sister, welcome to For the Love of Hormones podcast. Do you have a desire to get pregnant in God's design and be free from the pressure of going straight to IUI or IVF? Hey, I'm Becca. While I was blessed with two children, I then suffered from three miscarriages. I too felt emotionally wrecked anytime I was around a pregnant friend. I wanted to understand God's design for my body and how to care for it naturally, but I just kept telling myself that it was too complicated and I needed to be content with my circumstances. Until I found the answer, hormone health and tracking. In this podcast, you will find answers to all of your period, ovulation, and cycle questions so that you will be able to find the path for getting pregnant in God's design. So sister, for the love of hormones, put that pregnancy test stick down and grab your Bible, matcha green tea, and a journal because it's time for a come to Jesus and hormones meeting. Okay, so before we dive in, I want to encourage you guys, if you've not taken the hormone imbalance quiz yet, scroll down to the bottom of the show notes right now and take the quiz. I promise it'll take like three minutes. And it would be really good for you to know is my body struggling with anything? Is it struggling with estrogen dominance or low progesterone or, um, or, you know, with estrogen dominance, it's like 
typically really high. You could be struggling with low estrogen, low testosterone. And the quiz, guys, it's a quiz. Okay, so this is not a diagnosis. This is not medical advice. (laughs) This is not me telling you, you have this. But sometimes there can definitely be some flags that can kind of point in that direction. So I really encourage you to go take that quiz and check it out and see see what it says. And it could tell you, you have hormone balance and that would be awesome, right? But maybe like it would be good to know if you know your, your signs of your body are pointing in a different direction and to get help for that. So before we kind of kick off into this topic of just women's healthcare, finding really good support in a Christ-based way, let's just open this with a word of prayer to the Lord. Dear Jesus, we come before you and I thank you so much for this day, Lord. I thank you for allowing me the voice to get to talk to this woman right now who is dealing with this and needs good support and needs good help. So Holy Spirit, please just fill me up with your presence and fill me up with your advice and your discernment and your guidance and your wisdom to give to this woman who just so desperately wants a baby or she knows she wants a baby in the future and she knows she needs a really, really good provider and a really good support person for that to happen in a really good way. And so, God, I just pray that you would help me to direct and guide because I have been that girl who has been looking for a good provider and it's really hard and frustrating. And so I just pray that this episode would bring so much hope and so much encouragement to the girl who is listening to it. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So as we kick off with this topic, let me just share a little bit about my journey. So as you guys know, if you haven't heard that episode, it's the Getting to Know Becca episode, but I did share about my miscarriages that happened and really heartbreaking, really sad. And one of the things that was just really, really frustrating when that happened was um, my husband and I, we, we asked for help right? We said, well, why, why did this happen? You know, what, what could be the answer? Like, is there a reason? Did I sit in a hot tub or was it a certain food that I ate? Or, you know, was it my thyroid or was it the antibiotic I just took? (laughs) Like all these things like maybe contributed, right? But I mean, the only answer, and I can't blame them for this, but I mean, the only answer I got was, you know, we can't really know why, and you didn't do anything. And we can do some testing, but it can't really confirm why this is happening. And so by the time we got to the third miscarriage in a row and we got that same answer, I was just kind of like, I was really deflated, honestly. I was just deflated and I texted a friend and and I um, just told her what happened, you know, and said that, yeah, my doctor said that we can't really know why and we could do some tests, but it's just not going to help that much. And I just got to figure it out, I guess. And so that friend, I'm so thankful for her because she she questioned me and she was like, um, Becca, you deserve better healthcare than that. You deserve better support than that. You should be getting more answers. And that was the first time in my life that I'd ever thought to question my choice of a doctor or like what they said. Like I always thought that the doctor, whatever they say is true and completely 10,000% trustworthy and 100% accurate. And I'm not discounting doctors at all, but they are human and everyone is going to have their own strengths and subsets of what they know, right? And so it's not like they're going to, everyone's going to be an expert in in miscarriage or everyone's going to be an expert in infertility. But I was just 10,000% trusting myself to her and trusting myself to that. So uh, the friend really challenged that thought. And that was the first time I, I thought, well, maybe, maybe I should find someone else. Maybe I should get a second opinion. Maybe I should 
find someone who is a believer because that's really important to me where, you know, like this has been the hardest part of my spiritual journey of all time. And I want someone to walk with me, like the person who's helping me, I want them to believe in God. And I questioned that with my doctor. We live near Boulder, Colorado. And if any of you know about Boulder, Colorado, it is the Mecca of just like spiritual oppression. And there's so much darkness that goes on. And I really questioned where I was going. And I wanted, you know, I wanted to feel a little more confident in that. Yeah. So I just did feel pretty frustrated. And another part of that that was really frustrating too was when we were ready to just wait to have a baby and try again, because by the third miscarriage, we were just like, oh my gosh, we need a hot minute to be able to avoid pregnancy for a second (laughs) to figure out what's going on in my health so that we don't have to go through this again. And we don't have to keep losing these babies. It's terrible. And we had asked that doctor and we'd also asked several other doctors before about, you know, Hey, are there any options other than birth control or the IED or anything else you're telling us about this contraception to avoid pregnancy. And particularly, we were asking that question because we knew we needed to heal and we knew knew we needed to figure out what was going on before we got pregnant again. And the doctor just like, no, like she was like, no, like these are your choices and and all that. She may have mentioned like, like when she listed off stuff, she was like, you can do birth control, you can do the IUD, you can do um, condoms, And, you know, there's fertility awareness, but I mean, she may have just like mumbled that, right? So like it didn't, she didn't direct me towards what fertility awareness was. She didn't direct me towards any method. So, I mean, I didn't have a freaking clue. Like I didn't even know what that was. So I didn't know that I should ask more questions about that. I didn't know if she knew more about that, but that's, I mean, maybe she blipped it right in her, in her spiel. But to me, the answer was like, no, these are your choices or figure it out. So I was just pretty frustrated. And so anyway, so feeling frustrated, right? So if you can connect with that at all, like if you're just feeling frustrated in your journey, whether you're wanting to get pregnant or, you know, you know, you want that in the future or you're ready to be healed, I'm going to give you guys four tips right now to help you find good support and a good provider who hopefully and prayerfully will believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because if we have a doctor who believes in God and is praying with us like for our, our this conception guys that's like a game changer our god is the god of the universe and he is the creator of all life and so if the doctor that we're going to is a powerful prayer partner with us i mean that's that's huge right and if that's their belief and perspective i truly feel like it's going to be blessed and honored so much more than someone who is not that way. I mean, I remember we first moved here and I was pregnant with the daughter that I had miscarried. And I went to this just random OBGYN because I was like, whatever, like I'm going to be fine. And it doesn't really matter who I go to. I'll just find someone. And I went to her and as she was spilling off everything, I was eight weeks, eight weeks pregnant at the time. She mentioned like, oh yeah, I re- really recommend this genetic testing because, um, you know, you really want to know if something's wrong. And that way, if you want to stop things, you can And I looked at her and I was so shocked that she said that. And I really wish, like I hadn't gotten my bold voice in all of this, but I really wish that I would have said, lady, do you seriously think that's okay to end a life? Like, oh my gosh, that's a whole tangent I could go off in. But 
I mean, that right there showed that that woman did not believe in or honor God or honor life that he gives. And I was furious. So I, I didn't go back to her and I hadn't even begun my advocacy journey yet, but I knew I was like, I'm not going to someone who believes in abortion and is just willy nilly throwing that out to anyone and everyone who walks into her clinic. Heck no. So anyways, okay. So here's my four tips on working with a doctor, working with a provider. Hey sister, do you want to come hang out with a group of women seeking to get pregnant just like you? Inside my free period cycle and ovulation group, you will find a safe space to finally talk about your fertility journey and not feel alone, all while being pointed back to God on this journey. Join us now on Facebook by clicking the link below in the show notes. I would love to approve your membership into the sisterhood. Also, if you haven't taken the hormone imbalance quiz yet, check it out to see what your hormones are trying to tell you based off some questions about your period. And yes, those questions are really funny and should make you laugh. The link for the quiz is also in the show notes. So just scroll on down. So my number one tip, the first tip is remember that you are hiring the doctor. They work for you. You are literally paying them for a service to do for your body and your journey. Okay. So keep that in mind. Like, and I say it this way, guys, because I was the girl who thought that the doctor was in charge and the doctor was the boss and I would obey anything and everything they said without understanding it. And I'm not saying to not listen to your doctor. I'm saying to walk with your doctor and be a partner with them in discussing your health and be be an advocate with them in discussing your health and, and the options that they give you, right? It should be a partnership. You are paying them you are, uh, and they are providing a service. If you don't like the service they are giving you, move on. Some people will say very boldly, fire the doctor. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really say that, but I mean, move on. Like, Don't keep giving them your money if they're making you mad and they're not giving you a good service and they're not calling you back and they're saying it's a six month wait and they're giving you all these options that you know are not good for you and you're asking for other options and they're not giving them, move on. Okay, good gravy. I could talk about that a lot. So it's just, it's worth it. It is worth it to find a good doctor. It is worth it to search on Google and to search and look up Christian healthcare providers and um, and find someone who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ. I just feel like it is so worth it to, to seek that out and to be making the brave, the intentional, and the inconvenient choice of finding someone who will serve you and serve you in the way that you need to be served. So that's my number one thing, guys. Remember, you are hiring the doctor, okay? And you have the choice to move on, to break free, and to roll right on past them and right on past their office and not call them back for the follow-up appointment or to cancel your appointments with them if they are not giving you the service that you need or deserve. And by the way, if you have a doctor who is amazing and awesome, praise the Lord, hallelujah, stick with them and give them your money because that is someone to be cherished and honored, right? Number two, I just want you guys to think about this. Number two, lifestyle adjustments. So doctors are trained in medicinal care and surgery, typically. Like I want to, I really want to think about OBGYNs. OBGYNs are trained in how to care for someone through medicine, through prescription medications. They're looking at everything, every problem through that light. That's just how they're trained. They're also look at things um, through surgical procedures. That's like how they look and view through that lens. And so when you go to the doctor, 
and you're struggling with infertility and you start asking them questions of why is this happening? What could be the cause? Like, is there anything I need to do different? Their brains are going to go to how do I help her through what I know? And what they know and what they're trained in is medicine and procedures and labs and testing. Okay. And that is extremely important and it is incredibly needed. However, there's a whole nother thing that is needed that doctors, it's not, it's not what they do. Okay. So what I do as a hormone coach is the lifestyle adjustments. So are there things that could be impacting your fertility from home that you're not going to walk into a doctor fertility appointment and they're going to talk to you about this? Okay. So when I work with clients in hormone coaching, especially for those who are working to get pregnant, we spend hours on working through what are you eating? What kind of food are you eating? When are you eating? What are you eating together? We talk through um, supplements. What kind of supplements are you getting? Where are you getting them from? How much? We talk through stress and what is stressing you out? How is it stressing you out? When is it stressing you out? How does that impact your relationship with God? How does that impact your time with the Lord? We talk about exercise. We talk about when are you exercising? How much are you exercising? What type of exercise are you doing? How often? How many times per week? How long? We t- we go through your whole house. We go through like what kind of stuff is in your house? What do you clean with? What kind of fragrance things do you use? What kind of towels do you clean with? What kind of dishes do you use? Like we go through all of this stuff and I hope that doesn't sound overwhelming, but you guys, those are like the pillars of things that you can control that really truly do impact your endocrine system and your fertility and your hormones. It really does. So if you're just looking for a doctor to fix all your problems and to give you a magic pill to get you pregnant, like go right on by to IUI and IVF, like just go. (laughs) But if you're looking for someone who can actually help you with like, what are the answers for how I need to be living and eating and exercising and managing my stress and taking care of myself and walking with the Lord. Like, what are those answers? I am here to help you with that. I'm a certified fiat hormone coach. Hormone coaches are freaking awesome. They are amazing. Everyone should have a hormone coach. Like I want a hormone coach. I really need to reach out to the hormone coaches because it's just like, you need someone to be asking you these questions about your lifestyle and asking you like, how are you doing with these things? In addition to educating you, but even past the education, like you need that support and that accountability to hold you to it. Be like, hey, how is that diet going? Hey, how is your time with the Lord going? Hey, did you ditch and switch that laundry detergent that we talked about last time? Just that accountability is so huge because all of those things really do make a big difference in in your fertility and in your hormones working. And I'll do a whole nother episode on that, but it's, it's a really big deal. So that's just my point is number one, we talked about, remember you're hiring the doctor. So choose someone really good. But number two, like, how are you living at home? How are your lifestyle adjustments and how is that impacting your fertility? And if that's just a part of your heart that you want to get pregnant naturally without all the forced treatments that they'll do in the fertility cl- clinic and you know suggesting IUI and pushing you towards IVF and dropping like 30k on it before you do that like make sure you work with a hormone coach or someone like me who can work with you through all of that to make sure that you're dotting all your i's you're crossing all your t's that you are doing everything you can in God's design and in nature to allow your body to function the way that the Lord designed it so that's number 2 is lifestyle adjustments number 3 If you've been asking your doctor why your infertility isn't happening and you're not getting a root cause answer, this is, this really goes with number two. I think I kind of, (laughs) 
gosh, I'm probably gonna have to say these are three tips because those really two, those two really go together. It's the lifestyle adjustments. And it's, it's just the foreknowledge of knowing who is trained and specialized in what. I am not going to be the person. I am not going to be the doctor who's going to order you every single lab you need to be drawn. And I'm going to read them. And I'm going to tell you all the stuff that's done. That's not what I'm trained in. The doctor is trained in that. So typically when I work with clients, what I do with them is we work through all of ground zero. We work through all those things that I just mentioned first. And sometimes girls get pregnant just with the natural lifestyle adjustments. And it's super exciting and it's really awesome. And we praise the Lord and I cry, they cry. It's it's awesome, right? But sometimes like we do all of our ground zero foundation and they still haven't gotten pregnant yet. And so then that's when we bring in the referral doctor. And so when I'm working with people, I love to help them find a really good doctor and give them personalized recommendations based off of the issue that they are dealing with um, in their fertility and in their charting and all of that. So that's when we pull in the doctor. So just knowing like one, you can hire your own doctor. And number two, you can do lifestyle adjustments. I guess we could call this number three, just know that you know, your doctor isn't going to be trained and is not going to spend hours on end with you about all the things you can be doing at home to help support your hormones and your fertility. Uh, number four. So there's a few sub points in here. If you're local to Denver, Colorado, please reach out to me because I have lots of connections here. I researched like a mad woman to find the really, really good doctors and people here. Um, and I found people who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and call him their savior and call him their king and call him their doctor. And, you know, we are blessed to be able to work with them and, uh, and partner alongside with them. So, um, so anyways, if you're in Denver, reach out to me or in the area and I can hook you up with some local people. Otherwise, there are a couple of resources that you can look at and it really depends on what you're dealing with. Okay. So as far as a Christ-based doctor who knows a lot more than the average OBGYN, you'll want to look for what's called a NAPRO doctor. N-A-P-R-O. NAPRO, I'm going to like butcher this just a little bit, but NAPRO stands for Natural Procreative Restorative Technology. And NAPRO doctors are OBGYNs who have a lot of additional training and certification and restorative surgeries, restorative technologies that can help women who are, you know, going through this infertility and and seeking that care and wanting to get pregnant. And so that's basically the next person that I refer my clients to go to, to go to if they don't get pregnant. Like I said, some of them do get pregnant, some of them don't, right? It just depends on like what are you dealing with, how serious is it, and how long have you been dealing with it? There's like a whole lot that goes into that. Sometimes it's really simple and sometimes it's really complicated. <laughs> so you probably know yourself and you probably know what you need. And then the other option that you can do is FEM medical management. So you guys know that I am certified as a FEM educator. FEM stands for fertility education and medical management. So what FEM medical management is, they are the medical management doctors. I am the fertility educator. So again, I'm ground zero. I'm working with people to teach them how to chart their cycle. So that way the doctors can look at it and know okay, here is all of her problems and we can get to that root cause right away just from your charts. I am trained on getting, knowing like what are the flags of certain conditions. So in that hormone imbalance quiz that I talked to you guys about, those are some things like I'm trained in recognizing and through through your charts, through your symptoms. So is this woman potentially having low progesterone? Is she potentially dealing with estrogen dominance? Is she potentially dealing with endometriosis? Is she potentially dealing with PCOS? 
I am trained in looking at a woman's chart and being able to identify that. Again, we don't diagnose, but we can point in a certain direction given your chart. And then what the Fem Medical Management Doctor does, similarly to the NAPRO doc, the Fem Medical Management Doctor is an OBGYN with way a lot of training and certification in Fem Medical Management. So they have to take all of these CMEs and these courses to um, to be certified in this, and they can help the woman a lot more than just the average OB that came out of medical school because they have a lot of additional training. And I will say that FEM is not a Christ-based organization. I obviously am a super strong Christian <laughs> within that organization, but you know I can't guarantee like you partner up with a FEM medical management doctor and they're going to be a Christian. So I'm just going to tell you that right now. But either either one of those, they will they will know a lot more than your average OB. So in the show notes, or I'm going to link for you guys, the link for fertilitycare.org. And that is going to hook you up with finding a NAPRO doctor in hopefully in your area. A lot of people do telehealth and I'll also link up Fem Medical Management. And either way, when you work with these doctors, they're going to want you to chart. Like they're going to want you to chart. Okay. So definitely connect with me if you are wanting to do that because your chart ends up being just this storybook of your health and the storybook of what's happening in your uterus. <laughs> so it's really cool how you can know that just by charting your body's signs and symptoms and you need to be trained in how to do that. So anyway, so if you want help with that, reach out to me and I can definitely help you in just learning the language of your body and understanding what it's beginning to say in those lifestyle choices to really help your hormones flow and communicate and do what they need to do for you to ovulate and have a healthy pregnancy. So, oh my goodness, I hope that was so helpful. Let me recap this, okay? So guys, the four tips that I have for you to just not be frustrated (laughs) with your healthcare choice and how to find that Christ-centered support in your conception journey. Number one, remember you are hiring the doctor If you're not happy with things, you need to do research and find someone that you really trust and love and know that they know a lot. Number two is what are you doing at home? What are the lifestyle adjustments you're doing? I am here for you to help support you with that. Number three, just knowing that your doctor isn't trained to spend hours on end with you to naturally restore your hormones and your fertility. That's what I do. That's what hormone coaches do. And I am a FIAT uh, certified hormone coach. And so what that means is we're certified through the FIAT Institute and it is a Christ-based centered of hormone coaching. So if you're wanting Christ-centered help, like that's really cool. (laughs) And I'm here for you, right? Number four, if you're local to Denver, just reach out to me. Otherwise, I'm gonna link in the show notes the link to the DAPRO docs that you can try to find and connect with or Fed Medical Management and just know that I am here to help train you and how to and how to chart your cycle, and they will want to see that. They're going to make you do it anyway. So if you want to work with me, just reach out to me and let me know on that. But I will link those links so that you guys can um, kind of peruse and see if you can find someone. But don't peruse like like work really hard to find someone. I mean, I, I spent hours of research just like looking up and finding really really good people that I could trust in my area. And I encourage you to do the same. Like your future baby baby is worth it to do the research and to do the hard work. So there's that. Okay, guys. So that wraps up today. And just as a reminder, go take that hormone imbalance quiz. If you have not, just um, pause this, scroll down in the show notes and take the quiz. It'll take a few minutes. You'll get an email with your results and see it right away. 
and just reach out to me if you're wanting to work with me or have questions on your particular cycle. So I'm going to end this with a prayer. Lord Jesus, we just come before you and I thank you so much for just speaking through me on this topic. And I just pray that these women feel empowered to know that they can search, Lord, and they can get a different doctor if the doctor they have been working with has not been loving them in the name of Jesus Christ and loving the future baby in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that you would just give them a boldness and a discernment and just a whisper in their ear that they can do better and they can move on and they can get real support. God, if there's anyone listening that needs my help and my support and wants that and knows that they need that uh, to make some changes at home and in their walk with you, I just pray that they would reach out, Lord. And Father, thank you so much for being the ultimate healer, the ultimate doctor. I pray that every single one of these women, if they are struggling with getting pregnant or they know they want to be pregnant one day soon, I pray that they would just hit the knees on the floor and give this to you first before seeking out a doctor, before seeking out me, before seeking out anyone else, God, that they would seek you and that you would guide them to what they need to do and who they need to talk to, Father. I ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Y'all have an awesome, hormone, happy day. See you next time. Okay, girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts? Literally just pause this, scroll on down, click write a review, and I promise it'll take two seconds, well, maybe like 25 seconds, and it would bless me so much to see what you thought about this episode and to hear your feedback. And also, if you could share this in a quick text message to the friend or family member that you were thinking of while listening to this episode, that would be awesome. It just lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you and other people. And girl, I pray that your progesterone is awesome. I'll meet you back next Thursday for another episode. Have a blessed day.